So if you showed up this morning, you're not really sure what's going on or what's different. Um, we uh, took a group of 26 uh, individuals, 26 people last week uh, to uh, Byers, Colorado. Um, and uh, thankfully, I brought 26 people back with me when I came. Praise the Lord for that. Um, our theme verse for the week was Hebrews 12, 3. It says, Consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. And I was, I was kind of pondering on that this morning. And if you see anybody that looks a little weary, um, it's not because they've lost heart. It's because there's a two-hour time difference. And so we're still, you know, we're looking at 9 o'clock right now, 9.30 right now, Colorado time. It's great going out there because you got two extra hours of sleep. Um, it's not so hot in the back. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, this morning what we're going to do is just kind of share. Um, we'll let uh, uh, the kids come up. Everybody, our, everybody that came on the show just is going to come and stand together, just unified. And uh, we've got several that have specific things they want to share with you about, about uh, last week and what they learned, what uh, God's been doing through their life, and what they saw uh, happening while we were there um, in, in Colorado. Um, and just a, a, an overview of what that looked like. Uh, we had essentially two VBSs that were going on at the same time. Uh, one where we were helping a church there in Byers, Colorado called Mount Tabor Baptist Church. You'll hear a lot about that. Um, helping them with their vacation Bible school, uh, which uh, was great. They had, uh, I think, 55 is about the average of kids that showed up. And, and throughout the week, uh, we had five salvations. Um, so praise the Lord for that, absolutely. Um, and then uh, at the same time, we had a group, half of our group um, was out at a subdivision, an area um, just a, a few miles from that church. Uh, where long term we're, we're hoping and praying and trying to um, just build up to encourage uh, a future church plant in this area. Um, someone to help start a house church and, uh, and really reach out to the, the community uh, that's, that's there. And uh, we had, I think, around between 20 and 25 uh, kids that showed up um, out at, uh, it's called Wolf Creek Run. That's what you'll hear. Uh, Wolf Creek Run. And... Uh, so, and, and each kid is going to talk and share a little bit about their week, and uh, I would encourage you to ask them individually, because um, I think what you'll find is some of them might talk for days, uh, just their experiences and what they um, learned and, and, and experienced this past week, and so just uh, uh, make sure that you pull them aside and, and talk uh, individually, just say, hey, tell me about, tell me about your week, because I know they would love to, to share uh, what they have done and been doing, what God's been teaching them. Uh, so what I want to do right now is I'm going to get uh, the team to come up and spread out across here. Not everybody wants. microphone. We've got a little bit of a, an order to this. We're going to pass the microphone and let people share about uh, their part of their week. Hey, I'm Charlie, and I helped Miss Michelle create music at Wolf Creek Run this week. Um, the best part of, of it for me was that even though we didn't have the videos and projector system they had at Mount Tabor, um, and it was a little harder for us to teach it because we had to teach the news ourselves, the kids understood it. And the last night when we were um, at the I'm not saying but not so five or six kids came from Wolf Creek Run. They knew it, even though there was a few differences because we didn't get to see the videos as well. 
they, they knew it and they were just keeping up along with people from Mount Tabor who had the videos. Uh, I know music's not the most fun class to teach or to go to just from going to BBS, but in the first day I was trying to get through it and keep the kids entertained, but it was so great because Tuesday there was, there was these three girls, they were uh, Kaylee, Bailey, and Hunter, and all three of them came up to me and told me that music was their favorite class and that made me feel really good. Especially because I mean, it's not no it's no it's nobody's favorite class ever. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it was a fun class to teach, and I think Michelle thinks so too. Also at Mount Tabor this week, and I worked with the primary age kids, and they really impressed me this week. I was really impressed by how many were already saved, how many knew Jesus, and how excited they were to learn the songs and dances, and they were really excited to learn their library, like, what? <laughs> to learn their verses and to recite them in front of everybody. And yeah, they're really sweet. I just really like that age group. Um, I was out Mount Gabriel this week also. I was with the pre-school kindergarten group. They're pretty wild, but they were sweet. Um, just to see how excited they were to come to Bible school every morning. Every day I would say, are you ready for Bible school today? And there was always a room. Yeah, I'm ready for Bible school. So, um, rec was interesting. Um, duck 
Um, this week I was at Mount Tabor VBS and I did music and I had a different experience than Charlie apparently because <laughs> the kids really enjoy music at Mount Tabor. I don't know. But um, I don't know how that happened. But um, this week we were able to work with teenagers from both um, Mount Tabor and a few from Grace Baptist Church, which is the church that we slept at and showered at and just lived at. Um, so it was really cool to me this week that we were able to really make friendships with these kids. And it just shows, in my heart, I just saw that it just showed the fact that the, the relationship that we have with Christ is a unity for us. So we were just able to really get to know them and become friends with them. And we had a really great time with them. So on Wednesday night, we did a youth night um, with all of those kids. And we went down to a creek bed that is in, it was near someone's house. Um, but we went and we played games and we just hung out and did some worship and heard a lesson from Charlie Davis, um, which was really cool and he did an awesome job, so we were really excited about that. Um, then we hung around some more, just kind of chilled. But um, we really enjoyed getting to know these kids and um, just getting to, you know, serve with them and also to serve them. Um, so we're really excited to go back and see them again, but also we're hoping to see um, more new faces and just strengthen relationships with new people and just strengthen relationships that we made this year. So we all had a really great time with those kids, so it was really cool to be able to just serve with them and, and strengthen their relationships with Christ as well as our own. I was also at Mount Hoover this week, and my partner for the week was Leland. And we stayed in the nursery, and we played, and we sang, and we rocked, and we slept, and we ate, and we enjoyed the music. So um, we just had a really good week. He um, enjoyed his first mission trip, and I think he's ready to go back. <laughs> so, And one of the highlights of, of the trip for me was um, Charlie's sermon. It was really good. He um, talked about Jeremiah, and it was very good. We, I really enjoyed that. I'm trying to talk him into doing it here. Um, I think I had 12, there were 12 of us from Salem that worked out there, 
And I mean, y'all would be so proud of these kids. Um, how hard they work, how much heart of theirs, um, and the love of Jesus that they poured into these kids out here in this neighborhood. Um, sorry, um, I love those kids out there. But um, anyway, we had, um, it was much hotter out there this year than it was last year. And I think it, some days, one of the days this week, it was like 96 degrees um, out there. And, and even though there's always a breeze blowing, it was really hot. And we had to um, worry about sunburn out there, too. We didn't really think about that until somebody reminded us that we were a mile closer to the sun. Um, but, um, you know, when we had the bounce houses as part of, not necessarily our recreation time, but it was our attention getter for the kids. And it gets really tiring by the end of the week calling two of those really heavy bounce houses out, setting them up, and then having to pack them back up at noon every, every day when it's really, really hot out there. And the bounce houses themselves get really hot. But, I mean, these kids were troopers. They worked, they worked so hard this week. Y'all would be so proud of them. Um, we did music, rec, snack, lesson, and craft. Um, it's kind of a rotation. Um, but the very first morning, there were two little boys that lived across from the park where we, uh, or the common area where we have um, the backyard Bible camp. And um, I noticed that they were um, in their little dress shorts and, and all, and they were like, we'll fix them to leave the house. Um, the car was parked out front, and they were heading out the door. So I thought, I'll go over and speak to them in case they're not going to plan to come. But they were actually getting ready to go over to Mount Tabor to Bible school. And um, so I, I was talking to them. And mom said, oh, I didn't know y'all were doing that this year. And I, and I told her that we were. So anyway, the little boys decided that they weren't going to Mount Tabor, that they wanted to come hang out with us all week. Um, and then um, a little cousin of theirs, a friend of theirs, he was really, really excited because he was old enough to come this year. Last year, I think he was just two. But he was really, really excited that he was going to get to participate. And I think out of the 26 kids that we had, I think 10 of them were preschool. They had completed preschool. So, I mean, that was the majority. We had really young kids out there. So, um, but it's, it's a handful trying to chase 10 preschoolers in an open area. But um, anyway, the, the two little boys that um, changed, changed their mind and decided to stay with us. The second day they came in, and they had the Bibles from last year, and they were bringing their Bibles in over where we were, and they had the biggest smiles on their face. I mean, it was just um, one of those one-in-a-million pictures that everybody would love to see. Um, and I can't remember which one of the kids it was, um, but one of them told us, he said, I read my Bible every day. So the, the work that we started there last year is still... Um, still going on, um, you know, in the siege are there, and the kids um, very much enjoy, um, you know, coming to Bible camp. Um, we have witness time. Um, we had lots of kids that raised their hand um, about believing in Jesus and letting Jesus into the heart, but we never got one of them that made the final commitment. But like I said, they were really, really young kids. Most of them don't go to church on a regular basis, so... Um, at least we know that the seeds are there and we can just, just pray that they'll grow from that. This week I worked at Mount Tabor underneath my fearless captain, Julian Sanders. <laughs> yeah, she's on top of me. <laughs> 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 
This is my first mission trip, and the first day was really nervous, I think, for all of us, because I don't think any of us memorized any of their names the first day or their faces or anything, but by the last day, I could walk down saying goodbye to everybody, and I could say, I know your name, your name, I know everybody, all the kids' names, and that was really great, and another great part was the meals we had every day for lunch and dinner from Mount Tabor and, the other, and, and Grace. They were, they were amazing, wonderful meals. There'd be a salad, the main course, and lots of fruit and dessert left. And one day we had root beer floats, and that was amazing. And they don't call it soda there, they call it pop. So that was a little weird at first. <laughs> but the meals, that was my favorite part. They were always going to love having that. Me and Mama did that 
the next morning made um, invitations. Um, and so that started Wednesday morning. Wednesday we had about five, three parents and two teenagers. And then Thursday, probably about three. And then Friday we didn't have any, which was a little downer. But um, I think that's something that we might keep doing. So hopefully, and they, um, after I had asked him, he knew right then what he was going to talk about, and he was going to talk about the value of church. So hopefully we got something in the parents' minds now. I hope I don't ramble and I hope I'm coherent. But, um, I guess uh, toward the end of the week, I started to get a little discouraged. Um, mainly because I, I've been going on mission trips you know, for many years now. I feel like you're there and then you're gone, and then that's it. And, um, but uh, the last time I we were there, Brody spoke and reminded me that it doesn't matter how little you do, we're playing the seed. And uh, it's up to God the community out there to help grow that seed. With that being said, uh, I do think it is our mission to continue to be out there with these kids. Um, just because I, I think you know that's that's where we are right now and there's really not the community support, specifically on Wolf Creek Run, which is where I was. There's not community support, Christian support there just yet. Um, so that's how I feel right now. On a lighter note, the last day we were there, the little girl Kaylee that uh, Charlie was talking about, she was walking around with a notebook asking everybody to sign it. And I said, Pastor, why did she have that? She said she was moving. And I was, in my 30 year old mind, when I think of moving, I think of, okay, she's moving to Kansas, she's moving to Utah, somewhere in a different state. And so I asked her, Where are you moving to? And she said, I'm moving to Byers. And I was like, Well, that's only like 10 minutes down the road. So I told her, well, that's where Mount Tabor is, and they're having BBS there right now, and so they can come next year. And so I just thought, <clears throat> you know, in a nine-year-old mind, moving 10 minutes is huge. And so she may have thought, you know, she'll never see us again. Even the Hunter and Bailey in the community, she may not see us again. So I just thought, thought that was cool. This year was my first mission trip. Kids. My name, is, my name is Wyatt. Um, this is my first first year with the mission trip. Getting to know all the youth is was pretty fun, and um, getting to serve with. I, I was at Mount Tabor with a few of the youth, and it, it was just it was good getting to know all the youth because I don't think going to going to Wednesday night every every Wednesday you don't get to 
bond with everyone like you would on a missions trip, and it was really good to get to know everybody. So. Okay, so um, on our little sheet here that says what we're all talking about, I'm talking about our night off and free time, and I think Brody did that so that I wouldn't cry and I fooled myself, like I did Friday night in front of everyone. Um, but not to make light of our time off because it was um, very much appreciated by me, I know, especially um, even though trying to rest with like 20 other kids running around is kind of hard to do. Um, it also was a time for us to get to know each other better, like why I was talking about. Um, that's really the time during BBS and the Backyard Bible Club we're working and we're bonding that way, but during our free time is time that we're spending with each other and with the youth from Grace and Mount Tabor. So that was pretty cool just to have time to um, get to know each other better. We played cards, Uno and Hearts for the Monature. Uh, we also one night had a tug of war competition, like legit bracket on the whiteboard and everything. And then one night we, the youth pastor at Grace where we were staying at, um, he's a Marine, and so he took the guys slash myself and another girl <laughs> to the shooting range, and we got to shoot. That was a really cool time just to spend with the guys and see them um, get excited about stuff like that. Uh, and then the other half of the youth group um, got to hang out with Brianne's family, who is probably the main youth um, girl at Grace. Uh, she's really cool. They got to go to her farm and hang out with her geese and cows and goats and dogs and cats. Their farm kind of made some of us look city here. <laughs> um, and even though my suggestion was that they have no fun while I was gone, they got to go play with animals. <laughs> so whatever. Um, and then our night off, we went shopping uh, at this kind of center with a bunch of different stores, one of which being a huge Bass Pro Shop. So the guys really enjoyed that one, while there was a Super Target, and the girls really enjoyed that. Uh, and then just some other shops we um, also ate. And then uh, just... I want to take a couple seconds to give mad props to Brody. Um, he had to make a really tough decision that afternoon. Um, half of the youth wanted to kind of stay there and watch a movie and hang out, and the other half wanted to go um, to this park and do a little hiking and sightseeing, and that would have been further away at us, meaning that we got back later. And so he had to kind of decide uh, the best way for us to spend our free time. And so we ended up watching a movie so that we um, could be fully rested that night for our last day with the kids, just to really give 100% and um, be really excited for them for their last day. Um, so he had to make a really tough decision, but he did really well with that. And um, I just want to end by saying that I really appreciate all of our family. I'm not ending, I'm passing the mic to someone else, but I want to express my appreciation to the families here, to the parents and grandparents here. I'm probably gonna start crying anyways. Um, just spending time with the kids out there and seeing the families that they come from and just the lack of churches and, um, and everything else out there, it really makes me appreciate um, the church family that I have here and our kids that you know, can come and, and be trained in the way that they should go. Um, so I, just, I love all of you guys and thanks for raising your kids. <laughs> <laughs>
a friend of ours um, who is a missionary in Cambodia had an interview with us a couple weeks before, and he had said something to me on the day that um, I dropped him off. And he said, you know, the first thing that changes when you go on a mission trip is you. Before you can change anybody else, or forgot the word for anybody else, God needs to change you first. And so I was thinking about that before I left, and, you know, was wondering, you know, what does God need to do in order to serve these kids? And, um, so, I can be a very judgmental and critical person, inwardly. <laughs> and, um, I immediately realized when some of the parents came out with their kids, the ones that did come out with their kids, to drop them off, I could just, I heard thoughts going in my head about, you know, what they looked like, um, what kind of people they were, what they thought, what they listened to, and um, it was like God just showed me, you know, you're judging. And I realized that it was more than just loving the kids there, it's loving the parents, because these parents are, they're not capable to love the kids because they don't understand God's love. They don't even, I, I don't know if they even love themselves. And um, I realized that, you know, if I come out there with a judgmental attitude, whether I'm saying it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to show through on me. And they're not going to feel welcome. They're going to come drop the kids off and save their distance. And, um, but it also, in that, I started thinking that, um, Well, I guess there was two things. First is, we have this right here in our own community. So if you can't go to Colorado, you can love the people right here in our community because there's plenty of people here that, you know, yeah, they've been around churches and they might have heard the gospel, but they don't know God's love. And we can we can do that right here. So if you can't go to Denver, you can love the people around you and serve them that way. But then I was also struck by the lack of churches that you could drive for miles and miles and not see a single church. And so if God puts it on your heart to come, it's a great opportunity to go out there and just to serve and to love these people and love these kids. Um, and then I, I just wanted to read this verse uh, in Luke 2, or Luke 10, verse 2. Because on that note, Jesus said, Therefore, um, the harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Pray with me, therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that he would send forth laborers into his harvest. And, you know, whether or not you can go to Denver or go to some foreign country, we got mission fields right here. And so just, I guess that's what I was really struck with, just loving people. Um, I'm going to close out with um, a couple of points. First off, um, I would like to thank the church for allowing us to go on these trips. And, um, I want to encourage more people to come next year. Um, we can always use more. And second, um, I just wanted to brag on this missing team a little bit. Um, everyone should be more than proud of them. Um, the way everyone's personal gifts from God mess together to minister to these kids is something I wish that every one of y'all could see. And, um, just when Salem works together, amazing things happen.
just a little bit of their heart and what they've experienced this week. And hopefully you've been encouraged uh, this morning by just hearing um, from them and uh, their words and their whispers. And, and uh, one of the things we've done all week is every night we'll have a high-low where we ask them what their high was from their day and what their low was from their day. And every every night they would share that. Um, like it's a good tactic if you wanted to use that. Hey, what was your high-low from the trip? Or what was your high-low from, uh, from your day? And... Uh, it's really encouraging to see all of these guys and girls intertwining uh, with the kids and with the youth um, there in that community. Um, as a result, um, I did want to make this known. Uh, at one point during the week, some of the kids decided it would be a good idea uh, to post uh, happy birthday on my Facebook wall. Um, and so about 10 to 12 to 15 of them did that. And some of you also wished me a happy birthday as a result. Not going to point any fingers, Iris Walker. <laughs> Lisa Adderfield. Um, but it was not my birthday, but that was just the uh, example of the power of the internet. Because they can't put anything on the internet, it's not true, right? False. Um, but again, I just wanted to uh, reiterate what Blake said. Thank you so much for your support um, for everything from fundraising uh, at the uh, youth auction every year to just your prayer uh, while we're gone. Uh, on before and while we're gone and returning from the trip. Uh, there's no way we could do that without your support and your love. Um, and we, we do, we thank you for that. Um, and I was thinking about this. I've been to a lot of like mission trip reports before where I would sit and I'd listen to somebody talk and they would talk about names or experiences. And some of it I was like, okay, that's really cool. And some of it I'm like, I've got no idea what you're talking about because I wasn't there. Let me echo what Blake just said. Uh, there's a spot for you uh, where you can experience uh, some of the same things, experience some of the same uh, just environment um, as these guys and girls have uh, this week. There's a spot for you, uh, and there will be opportunities. And I, my prayer is that you would not uh, pass those opportunities up. Um, that God lays it on your heart to be involved, that God lays it on your heart to go. And this isn't just mission trip. This is everything from Good News Club at the primary school, because heaven knows that's a mission field right there, um, from just here in the community. That if God lays something on your heart, um, don't tell him no. That's the worst thing you can do. Do not tell him. Uh, do not tell him no. Um, so again, uh, hopefully this morning you've just been encouraged. Uh, the reason we went on this trip isn't because we wanted to go to Colorado. Uh, it's because we want to see Jesus' name made known. Um, and that's the gospel message, and that's why we're all up here in these t-shirts. That's why we um, paid $400 to go on this trip Um and while we're standing up here, people that don't like to talk in front of people are standing up here and sharing uh, their heart with you is because they believe the truth of the gospel. Uh, and hopefully you've been encouraged with that. And uh, we just, again, thank you for this opportunity, for this chance. Um, again, thank you for your support, for your love, um, for your patience, um, and uh, just everything that you've uh, done to allow this to happen. And again, uh, if something's stirring in your heart, um, my prayer is that you would uh, respond to that, because if you wait to respond to that, um, the likelihood of you pushing it off uh, only amplifies. Um, so again, thank you. Uh, yesterday, Kathy and I, I had to take the, the uh, trailer over here to pick up all that luggage. And uh, as we were driving up, uh, a comment she, uh, I guess a conversation she was having with, with Laura, she said, you know, um, there's a lot of folks that 
take their time doing a lot of other things besides going on mission trips. And I, and I think that speaks highly of this team. Um, they could have been doing a lot of other things. And so that makes me as a pastor proud. Uh, and so thank you for giving us the report, but most of all, thank you for being willing to go. And uh, my wife said about 12 times this week, I sure wish we were in Colorado. And uh, I think she actually uh, rephrased that, I wish I was in Colorado is what she said. But anyway, I want to ask you, uh, if you would, to just please stand with me, and we're going to close uh, our service by singing our doxology. I want to encourage you, uh, these folks probably can't all get in the, uh, in the uh, foyer, but uh, I want to encourage you to come up where they are and just tell them how much you appreciate uh, their sacrifice and their representing uh, this church uh, this past week uh, in Colorado.